you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up and welcome into another edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And Tony, we're loaded today because we're talking NFL standings. Which teams are going to fall off that made the postseason? Which teams are going to make that postseason run that weren't able to make the playoffs last year. And then a little draft talk, as always, at the end of today's show. No doubt about it. I got to remind everybody, today's podcast is brought to you by the Peacock and Williamson podcast. That's where Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson bring you all the news and notes from around the NFL, as well as coverage from every single team and the draft. Brian Peacock's an NFL analyst, and Matt Williamson is a former NFL scout. And they give it to you every day because their podcast is a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. And you can also find that on the Odyssey app. You need to subscribe to the Peacock and Williamson podcast. You're right. We're not going to be Debbie Downers for anybody here, uh, James, because the bottom line is for every time we sound negative, there's an opportunity for someone else because just about every single year, 50% of the teams that make it to the playoffs don't. So that means that for somebody, they're going to be sad. But guess what that means? That means that there's six spots in each conference where somebody else is going to be happy. So if you're one of those teams that went to the playoffs last year, it does not necessarily mean that we're talking about you. You just got to not be one of those teams. But if you're a team that didn't make the playoffs, guess what? A created uh, An opportunity is being created just by mathematics, man. It, it just always seems to happen that way. We're just going to take our best stab at it. We're trying to make anyone not be enthusiastic about this coming season. We're just going to try to play the laws of average a little bit. I didn't realize I was muted. No doubt. <laughs> uh, were you muted? I was wondering. I said, <laughs> his mouth is moving, but he ain't saying nothing. What's going on with him? And you know what? You got a big picture of Ken Griffey Jr. behind you. And if you turn around, he's kind of looking at you like, James, why aren't you talking? So you know was- what it is? <laughs> Falcons fans muted me after last week. Whoa. I made some of them mad, or, or Saints fans, about my Falcons comments. I Did said they jump the on Falcons- you? Yeah, that they could finish second in the uh, NFC South. And I still think that's a possibility for sure. It doesn't mean it's the most likely possibility. And I guess we could start there because I I still think the Saints could be a playoff team. At the same time, no Drew Brees, Mike Thomas's health. You know, is Jameis Winston going to be the guy that really we haven't seen since he was the first pick in the draft years ago? I think that there's some question marks there and I wouldn't be shocked at all. If they're one of those teams that go from 12 and four to even, even if they have a winning record, they go nine and eight, but are, are on the outside looking in playoff wise. I think they'll be fine. And I'll tell you why. Didn't they miss Drew Brees a lot last year? Or was it the year before when he had like, the, last year? Had his last broken year. Ribs and like, yeah. He, yeah. No he doubt. didn't play a lot. And I know for a fact, because I'm a fantasy team that Mike Thomas missed a bunch of, a bunch of games last year too. So they were out without both of those guys. And the constant thing that they did have is Sean Payton. And when you have that coaching continuity, and Dennis Allen is going to be back and the staff is going to be there. I think when those players turn around and they see Sean Payton, they'll, they'll, they'll be all right. Jameis and, and, and Taysom did an okay job last year. Now, I will give you this. 
the the division was in a little bit of flux without the you know of course except with the exception of Tampa but the division was in a little bit of a flux last year because of the changes that went on in Carolina as well as the Falcons kind of not uh, being uh, up to par but and didn't they beat they beat they actually beat Tampa twice didn't they they beat Tampa they twice did. and, and, and so, that's part of it is right. they're not beating Tampa twice they're right. not beating I, Tampa right, I don't right, care they're right. not doing that I do think, though, the fact that they played without Drew and, and Thomas for a lot of last year gave them a little bit of taste of the fact that they kind of know how to do that. Now, to your credit, Drew's not coming back like they knew last year he was. And Mike's not coming back. So now those guys that filled in, there's not you're not the substitute teacher anymore. It's your class now. You have to actually take over and do it full time. So I guess mentally and psychologically, that might have a lot to do with it, though. But I'm not ready to pull them off yet. I, I think they've been too consistent during Sean Payton's tenure. Um, I just think and believe that they're going to be fine. My team in the NFC that I believe may have a trouble may have trouble holding on. I almost want to keep them there because I think they're going to be better. But the issue is everyone around them is going to get better, too. Well, everybody with except one team. The Washington football team barely got into the playoffs, and they played really well in a game against Tampa. They they showed themselves. that You, you never thought they were going to beat Tampa in that first game, but they, they showed up really well and did what Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio do. And what that is is they played hard, and they played good, and they they, they have a lot of players defensively. But I still think quarterback-wise, they're hurting a little bit. And here's what happened. Dak Prescott's coming back. And those games that that the Washington football team were able to win last year, I don't think they're going to win this year because I think the Dallas Cowboys, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Dak is going to make that much of a difference in Dallas. And I think Dallas is going to walk away with that division. And I don't think two teams are going to make the playoffs in the NFC. So my, my team that I think, I just killed two birds with one stone. My team that I think will fall out will be the Washington football team, and it'll be helped because of Dak Prescott's return and the fact that two teams won't come out of that division in the NFC. That's fair. Uh, you know, Washington to me is pretty obvious. Seven and nine, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I do think they are better. Like you said, I think they had a, a really productive draft. I love Diami Brown uh, added into that wide receiver mix. Certainly upgrades that they went out and got Curtis Samuel, who I thought was uh, I, I wouldn't say a bargain in this wide receiver market, but then you look at what the Giants did and how much they spent on Kenny Galladay, and he's certainly a bargain. Right. So, yeah, I think they're improved, but you're right. Quarterback. It, it, can you get consistent quarterback play? And that's why, you know, Washington's still on the hunt for a quarterback, and we'll see what they do. Maybe they make one of these trades or something like that down the line. Maybe not this offseason, by the way. I just mean in the future. But But that one is the most obvious one to me because Dallas – has the best quarterback in that division as we sit here today. And yeah, are there injury question marks with that? Sure. But odds are he's going to come back. And even if he's 85% of himself at the start of the 2021 season, that's better than anybody else in the division. So Washington's obvious to me. And again, I don't want to bury by any stretch. don't want to bury the saints, but to me, they could take a step back. Washington could take a step back. And then I don't really see, like, if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, the Packers are making the playoffs. The Seahawks with Russell Wilson, they're making the playoffs. Tom Brady's making the playoffs. Matt Stafford's making the playoffs. Like, most of these teams, the, the order might change, 
but I think those teams are in. And, and so you might see, this might be one of those odd years and, and you never know with injuries. Obviously that's the other part of this, but uh, man, if those quarterbacks stay healthy, you're expecting all four of those teams to absolutely be in the playoffs in the NFC. Give me your NFC team that you think will uh, be new. Uh, if, if, if new Orleans yep. does fall out, who do you think will be new in that, in, in that conference? Well, that's the thing is one of these teams is going to fall out. Maybe it's, a, you know, the Chicago Bears. They're eight and eight last year. They snuck in. The San Francisco 49ers are going to the playoffs. Ooh. I, I think they're, yeah, absolutely I do. And that's a tough division. I, I, I want to say Arizona too, by the way. I do. Right. But they won six games in San Francisco last year, and they were as injured as any team I can remember in recent memory. So they're, they're getting all these guys back. That defense should be much, much better. They're going to have a weapon at quarterback in Trey Lance, who's going to be better than what they had behind Jimmy Garoppolo. So let's just say Trey Lance doesn't start week one. And I don't know if he necessarily will, but I think he'll be on the field at times. They'll be the Trey Lance package of sorts. Well, guess what? If Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt like he has, right. Trey Lance can slide in and you're talking about an elite athlete at quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Give me that all day. So I think that the San Francisco 49ers find a way and they take a, a pretty big step forward after taking a, a large step back after that uh, Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. All right. So in the NFC, Jimmy says out with the Saints in with the 49ers. I say out with the Washington football team and in with the Cowboys. We'll do the AFC here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL. And then in the third segment, we're going to take a look at impact rookies. Some guys that were chosen high, some guys that weren't chosen very high. And we'll do that in just a second here on Locked On NFL. Hey, NFL fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. All right, we're bringing it back here on a Wednesday with Locked On NFL. Heading over to the AFC, we're going to talk about teams that made the playoffs that may not make it this year and teams that didn't make the playoffs that might make it this year. I'm going to go ahead and start it off with a team that made the playoffs that I don't think has a chance to do it this year because I just don't believe in the quarterback. And I know my man, Evan Sidery is going to go on. He's going to want to go oops up inside my head wow. right now. But I'm telling you right now, I do not believe in Carson Wentz. And I don't think that the magic is going to return. It's one thing to stop believing in yourself. But it's another thing for your teammates to not believe in you, especially a place like Philadelphia. And I don't think Frank Wright can get it back. That ball just did not come out of his hand in time in Philadelphia. He just didn't even look like he had any confidence. I don't know if he's going to be able to fix that. In Indy, I don't believe that the Colts will return to the playoffs. I know you think I'm being self-serving when I do this because I know that little mind of yours up in Cincinnati, you're sitting there thinking like he thinks the Jaguars are going to win that division. That ain't what I said, mm. but, I'm telling you, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I think the Colts, it is this, and you know what this is all about? This is nothing to do with that team. I actually think the team got better. I don't believe in Carson Wentz. And I think this is a quarterback-driven league. And I think they're going to be close, but I think they're going to fall short. 
Wow. That would be a big one. That would be after what they're building there. You, you know, you, you get Philip Rivers for a year and then you switch it to Carson Wentz and you're hoping that Frank Wright can get the most out of Wentz at this stage, much like he did in Philadelphia, where Carson Wentz went from really, is he worth the second pick to wow, he could be one of these elite quarterbacks. And then he got injured and, and things went haywire last year. So we'll see there. I'm not as certain that Wentz can't get back to close to, to what he was in Philadelphia. So we'll see. I, I still like the Colts to make the playoffs. The one for me, and at some point I'm just expecting it, and it is an AFC South team, and I know they play really hard and they tried to bolster that defense. But man, oh man, I don't know about the Tennessee Titans. Mm. At some At some point, at some point, this idea of, you know, in 2021, we're just going to run the ball and we're going to play solid defense. And I get it. Their secondary was banged up last year. And we're going to lean on Ryan Tannehill. I don't know. I think at some point that's going to, uh, to to slow it down. The other team I would mention here, and it has as much to do with the division as anything, I think Pittsburgh is the third best team in the AFC North. So if you don't think three AFC North teams are getting in, then that means the Browns. That means the Ravens both have better rosters to me than Pittsburgh at this stage. They have better quarterbacks at this stage. I like those teams better than Pittsburgh. So those are my my two teams. If I had to pick one, I'd probably lean Tennessee just because Pittsburgh, the culture, Mike Tomlin, and, and that, that's not even a knock at, at, at Tennessee's coaching staff because I think they do have uh, a good staff there. But to me, those are the two to keep an eye on, and I'll lean Titans. I got you, and I understand exactly why you did that. Um it's almost by default. That's why I think Jacksonville is going to have a good year. I just can't go from them going one and 15 to end the playoffs mm-hmm. because I would seem like a homer for one. And then the other thing is I do think that there's a bit of a learning curve and it's more, I think they're actually going to go forward and two in the division, I, but I do believe that there's more to it than just winning your division games. I think you have to do better uh, outside of the division and in the rest of the league. And I, th- I think the schedule is going to be a little tough for them to be able to do that. So I probably have to roll with you with that now my teams that i think are gonna make it was so hard for me to pick the teams that didn't make the playoffs in the afc that i think will because i have an obvious choice and it's a team that has lived in the playoffs forever right they had a bunch of opt-outs that's going to be way more healthy this year and and that's new england that's obvious but i'm gonna stray away from them and if you want to pick them you can right because i have another wild card pick And I have a pick of a team that for a long time had two bad problems. One, they had a quarterback who turned the ball over all the time. And two, they had an offensive line that didn't help that quarterback because they couldn't block anybody. Well, now they don't have that anymore. And they also won't lose close games because of it. I think the Los Angeles Chargers are ready to turn that corner with that young quarterback and stop losing all these close games in the fourth quarter because they can't block anybody. And I think Justin Herbert is a superstar who you are going to start mentioning right up under the Mahomes, right up under the Josh Allens. He's going to be in that territory this year. I think the Los Angeles Chargers turn the corner and at least win 10 or 11 games and get into the playoffs this year. I think that's a more common pick than the Patriots, by the way. 
I think there are so many people on the Chargers train, and I get why. I mean, they spend in free agency. They go get Corey Lindsley. They go get Matt Filer on the offensive line. Obviously, you have Justin Herbert, and they add pieces around him. Heck, I like the Josh Josh Palmer receiver uh, from from Tennessee that they were able to add on day two of the draft. So, yeah, I mean, I I totally get it and and, and think that they could. Now you wonder, new coaching staff, how is that going to look, things like that. Hell, there's there's a lot of in-person stuff this year, so it's not going to feel as weird as last year did. So I'm not going to go against you there. There there are two teams again that that I've gone back and forth with, and they come from the same culture. And much like I trust the the Steelers' culture to just potentially find a way in a tough division a little more than the Titans, who do you trust more, Bill Belichick and the Patriots, or the guy in Brian Flores, who? kind of took that blueprint and is implementing it in Miami because those are the two teams I look at as teams that can make the leap. Now the Dolphins were right there, 10 and six last year, certainly wouldn't be insane and expectations should be postseason in 2021 for Miami. And that is the case for new England every single year. I think Miami has the better roster. I think they added a, a bona fide playmaker in Jalen Waddle, who I did a, a lot of research on, especially early in the draft process just to, you know, covering the Bengals and they had the fifth pick there. Uh, They went out and they got Will Fuller. To me, the Miami Dolphins are going to give two of the weapons. I think the offense is going to be different. I think they're going to be more explosive. I still believe Tua can be a solid NFL quarterback, especially another year removed now from that hip surgery. I mean, that happened in November of 2019. Mm -hmm. And people were wondering if he was even going to play last year. And he ended up playing, but yeah, did he look great? No, he didn't. But I think a full offseason, a healthy offseason, two is going to look a lot better in the Miami Dolphins. Make the leap. Brian Flores gets the Dolphins to the playoffs. I like it. Here's one thing that bothers me about their whole setup. And, they, and it's being ignored because they haven't not been successful. And I think they probably would have made the playoffs had they done this. That We wouldn't be talking about them as a team who – who didn't get in, they would have gotten in had they had a better offseason in free agency last year. They spent a bunch of money on a, a whole bunch of guys and they kept them for one year and they're gone. Yep. That and the Minka Fitzpatrick deal where they couldn't figure out how to how to play him until he got so frustrated he wanted to get out of there. And then the dude turns into an all-pro type player with Pittsburgh. To me, those are egregious things. And then when you sign Byron Jones to that contract, making the highest paid corner in the league, and he's never had an interception. And then the next year you want to get rid of is Avon Howard, who for five <laughs> years had been the best coach. Some of these things are head scratchers to me, but they're hitting in their mask because you made a good trade and got all of that compensation for Laramie Tunsil. And then you have been able to parlay this into wins. And Flores is a very good communicator. But it doesn't mean that you actually maximized everything the way it should have been. And I think sometimes... Uh, we forget that. And I think this year is going to be the year where people are either going to stay on that train or they're going to be like, hey, wait a minute. We've been giving them a pass because they've had some success and because everything sounds good. But now we need to take a closer look because everything isn't quite what we think it is. I, I like what you picked, James. And I think uh, I, I think uh, it makes a lot of sense. I still do believe in the Patriots. Though. I just think they I just I, I you got to show me uh, you got to show me Belichick. Uh, away from a COVID-19 year when he doesn't do it two years in a row, then I'll start thinking about it. But I just think he's too great to have it happen to him two years in a row. We're going to talk about rookies, rookies that will make an impact. We had a lot of rookie minicamps going on around the NFL. 
we got up, up close and personal and saw some. And we'll talk about impact rookies in our third and final segment here on Locked On NFL. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action at betonline.ag. Plus, the NBA playoffs, the play-in game, LeBron, Steph Curry, that's Wednesday night. Go Steph, by the way. But either way, regardless of who you're rooting for, you can cash in big, plus plenty of NFL prop bets for the 2021 NFL season, over-unders for all 32 NFL teams, and so much more. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action at betonline.ag. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Again, sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I didn't say right now, I said ever. E V E R, and because I mean it. I don't know if you know this, but they have nine great flavors. And when you talk about Built Bars, to any of their fans, they're definitely passionate about their favorite ones. I'm going to run them down to you. One is coconut. Coconut almond is another. Then you have cherry. Then you have raspberry. Then you have mint brownie. And then you have peanut butter brownie. And then there's double chocolate. And then there's my personal favorite, salted caramel. Now, they're all covered in 100% chocolate. So there's something for everyone. But, man, I'm telling you, it's something about that salt caramel that just drives me crazy. Now, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. Now, a couple of flavors have 18 grams of protein with just 180 calories, just five grams of sugar, and five grams of carbs. You order today and you use the promo code LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off of your first order at builtbar.com. That's right. The promo code is LOCK15 for 15% off of your orders of built bars. I'm telling you, man, you can even order a box where you get assorted, where you get all flavors in one box so you can test them out to see which ones you love the best. But the salted caramel, I'm telling you, that's the one for me. So it's built bar, builtbar.com, promo code lock15. Follow them on Twitter at, at bar underscore built. All right, man. So we're here on a locked on NFL Wednesday, James Rapine. And Tony Wiggins breaking it down and doing it like we always do. Let's talk about impact rookies. Impact rookies, based on what we've seen uh, from uh, the mini camps and what we've heard. You mentioned Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle is going to have a tremendous impact in Miami. I always thought I, it was good to see him running because I hadn't seen him running since sometimes last year. I think he's going to have a tremendous impact. Of course, the guys picked high. I think Jamar Chase has been NFL ready since he was 19 years old up in Cincy. I think he's going to have a tremendous impact. I'm going to name a couple of guys, though. Well, I'll name one. I I think we're going to name one of the same people. Here in Jacksonville, Walker Little, who was a second-round choice. Now, the Jaguars uh, tagged Cam Robinson uh, with a franchise tag, and they have Juwan Taylor. But Urban Meyer drafted Walker Little with the 45th pick and said that he's going to be groomed to be a franchise left tackle. Walter, Walker Little was a five-star recruit out of the state of Texas who went to Stanford, played as a true freshman, was injured the following year, sat out the entire season, then opted out last year so he hasn't played for two years. Walker Little is like 6'7", 328 pounds. He is a huge man. And I saw videos of him moving around at practice and the word is, is that he absolutely stole the show. Guys like that are people that you don't 
keep on the sideline very long. And with him in their strength and performance program over there, I, I think it's going to be very, very difficult, especially if they're grooming him to play left tackle, to keep him off the field, even if they have to put him at right guard or right uh, right tackle for a while and move Juwan Taylor into to left guard, uh, I mean right guard. I think it's going to be very, very hard. Or split time, it's going to be hard to keep him off the field with what I saw from his athletic profile. I think Walker Little is going to be the steal of this draft. Um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look at you, homering it up, homering it up. I am. I absolutely and am. You just, oh my God. Pretty soon you're going to have an urban for president shirt <laughs> and, and be rooting for that, you know, Trevor, Trevor for mayor. I mean, I see it. I see what you're doing. It's okay. I understand. I did, I, I, did, I did mention your dude. I did mention Chase and I did mention <laughs> Waddle. At least I set you up with some hors d'oeuvres before I gave you the main course, right? Yeah, you mentioned all the other guys I could potentially name in the top 10. All right, I'm going to give you one quarterback because I just think, it, it, look, Justin Fields going to Chicago. I love it. And they oh, yeah. should play him right away. I was talking to someone from Ohio State uh, on Tuesday, and I was like, man, if they go with Dalton, <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing. And that's nothing to do with Andy Dalton. Andy's fine. But I want to develop Justin, and he's a, an athletic freak. You want to talk about just uh, Jamar Chase at 19. Justin Fields is ready to go from the moment he walked on campus at Georgia from right. a physical standpoint. I remember talking to uh, ESPN analyst Rocky Boyman before – uh, and he was covering one of those Georgia games. And it was when Fields wasn't playing yet as a freshman. And uh, obviously he had to transfer because he didn't want the starting job. And it was like, man, this kid, he's going to be a freak one day. And well, he is, you know, and so that's one. The other one, Lamar finally has a receiver to throw to. And I talked to a coach in the league who thinks Rashad Bateman could be a Keenan Allen type. And wow. I, I love the, the Rashad Bateman pick for the Baltimore Ravens. Heck, I, I like it from a fantasy football perspective too. I know there are a lot of people that aren't on Lamar right now. I think Bateman, I think he's going to have a huge impact on that Ravens offense. And not that doesn't mean he's going to have 1,500 yards. Right. But when they need to make a play through the air, I think Bateman can be that guy. And now your Hollywood Browns of the world, even Mark Andrews, they can compliment him versus, oh, we need a play. Can Hollywood get open? I just don't think he's that guy. I think Bateman can be. I, I do. I, I copy that. And I saw some highlights, too, from uh, I watched his tape a lot because I, there was some talk that the Jaguars may need a receiver. They didn't quite need a guy like that, though. But uh, uh, one of the guys that that works here, and in fact, he, he he's one of your guys at SI, John Shipley. Shipley was talking about Bateman to Baltimore, and he was mentioning the fact that that catch radius and that style of play is exactly what there, there was no more guy that was a bigger match mate, match made in heaven for Lamar than Rashad Bateman. And from everything you've heard from minicamp, it looks like uh, it's exactly right. A guy like that will also make Hollywood Brown very, very – it'll make him better. No doubt. It'll and make him that's, better. that's part of it is it might help unlock Brown. Right. Right? And instead of seeing a bunch of double teams all the time, which if I – yeah, if, if I'm a team, I, I don't even know if you need to double team anybody in the Ravens offense, right? Maybe double team Lamar and put two spies on him. Right. But, but now you're going to have to worry about someone – and Mark uh, and, and Mark Andrews and and now you start yep. to see the Sammy Watkins picture. might get free, you know. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good. That's a good call, James. Look at you, look at you coming up with. I don't know. I don't know if those Bengals fans gonna like you making all this smart analysis about the Ravens, but it's all good. 
It's They're scary, good. man. And Lamar has shredded the Bengals without without Rashad Bateman, without Sammy Watkins. So I know it, right? It's gonna be tough. Right, we got to remind everyone, man, about the Locked On Today podcast with uh, Peter Bukowski. It's every single day. It's like a shot of espresso every single morning. It's all the local. Uh, it's all of the uh, stories from around the world of sports, and they use the local experts to give you all of the necessary data and all the inside information. So Peter Bukowski does that and you can get that on the odyssey app and subscribe to the odyssey app peter bukowski is my man every single morning 20 straight minutes of nothing but that heat uh he brings it to you monday through friday and we'll be here too locked on nfl is here monday through friday as well james and i'll be back next wednesday doing what we do james will be on locked on Bengals daily and i will be also on locked on jaguars you guys keep taking care of each other man that's what we have for you today and we'll be back next week doing what we do. Make sure you subscribe on the Odyssey app, especially on the Odyssey app and wherever you get podcasts. For James Rapine, for Tony Wiggins, take care.